0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Good morning, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Manella. Today, we will be talking about sports and money, the two most important things I think in my life, as well as I hope a lot of other people. Today with us, we have Wyatt Giles with Concierge Title. Hey there, Troy. Hey, glad you're here. We have Sam Naquin with Texas Best Credit Repair.
2: Thanks for having me, Troy.
1: Oh, glad you're here. And then on the other side, we have Colton. He is our resident sports expert, and he will be here to make sure that we are accurate in everything we say when it comes to sports. Glad to be here. All right. So, guys, we just kind of want to tell everybody what we're doing today. You know, uh, as far as our show, we want to bring, you know, sports and money together. You know, because Austin is one of the strongest economies in the state of Texas, probably in the entire country right now. And it, it's actually a pretty big sports town. I mean, we have soccer coming. You know, the Austin FC Club is coming here uh, in a few years. In, in 2021. Yeah, two years from now. Uh, that thing took off amazingly strong, considering the they have a— stadium built around 200 million Mm dollars and it's going to have about 20,500 seats and they pre-sold 30,000 seats and i wanted some of those season tickets and they sold within a day yeah crazy i mean it's amazing amazing. you know soccer soccer when i was growing up here in austin was just kind of becoming a thing and now you look every park you go to has a soccer field so you know soccer has gotten really really big in austin and that's something that uh I think we're fortunate. I mean,
2: we stole this team from Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Ohio, yeah, yeah. And to add to that a little bit, you know, in Dallas when they had FC Dallas, that that was a precursor to the Dallas Cowboys actually moving their facilities to Frisco. Oh yeah, it's huge. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well,
3: I mean, soccer's big in the United States altogether now, and we're lucky to have the team. So I'm I'm excited
1: about it personally. And absolutely, because last week we had something that hasn't what never happened before. The women have won the World Cup. So. Well, they actually
4: have done it before. I see. Yeah, it's been it's been a decent amount of times Well, they, they won the World Cup
3: two times in a row actually, guys. So, uh,
4: this is two uh, two World Cups in a row, which um
2: fourth one. But they're, they're not going to go to the White House. That's all we know. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's yeah. <absolutely> perfect. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, if we want to touch that. So maybe, maybe this do. is
1: their fourth one.
4: Yeah, so, so it is their fourth one. They've won in 91, 99, 15 and 2019.
1: Wow. I you know, actually I remember the 99 because that was Leah Ham. Uh, mm. Oh, the, the famous slide. The famous, yes, slide. The famous I slide. I remember that. Uh, and that's, you know, it's a funny thing about that. That's the only thing I remember about that time was the famous slide by Leah Ham.
3: Well, the neat mm. thing about uh, women's sports in general, but but soccer uh, in particular, is that uh, uh, the growth and popularity. And, you know, Texas being, you know, a, a football state, I mean, that's, uh, we were bred with football. Uh, you know, I probably had a football in my hand at three months old. Um, soccer is gaining popularity. It really is. You're seeing more um, soccer-related bars opening, um, gatherings. Um, so this is this is big. It's a big time for Austin. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it actually happened at a good time as far as when they're bringing the soccer to the, to the state, to the city. Um, you know, it gives us our second professional team because, you know, the Spurs do have their D-League here as far as the Austin Spurs, uh, which, who's who's on their team right now? On the Spurs? Yeah, the Spurs D-League.
4: I could not tell you who's on that team. I can look it up if y'all want to continue talking. <laughs> that's all right. Well, um, so a little bit more about
3: them, though, is, is uh, one of the things that, that was getting me here uh, with this the, the, the game is some of the complaints coming up with women's soccer not being paid as much as men. What do y'all
1: think about that? You know, uh, that's a tough subject because... The money has to be there yeah. to pay them, and right now it seems like the, the male soccer sport it has a lot more viewing, a lot more sponsorships and things like that, but uh, you were mentioning earlier to me that uh, you thought that the women were paid less percentage.
3: Well, it's actually a higher percentage on
1: profits, what I've heard. The women or the men? The, the men, the women.
3: So they, there's more, there's less money coming in, but they get paid a higher percentage on the profit that does come in. So... Essentially, they do get paid more than men, so it's up to us as viewers to buy merchandise and and watch them on TV to increase their pay. Is what it sounds like to me. That's that's my thoughts anyway.
4: So if we want to help them, watch them watch and them. see their games.
3: Yeah,
1: go go to their games. And I tell you what, if you watch this World Cup, that was an exciting World Cup. I mean, awesome. that was that, that was a lot of fun. I mean the. I'm not that big of a soccer fan, but I mean, I I really enjoyed it. And I watched that whole. I watched you know the one on Saturday, the one on Sunday as well. I mean, and that was exciting. I B-
4: mean, before this World Cup run, I, I wasn't either. I wasn't a huge soccer guy, but I was telling Wyatt earlier, I, I'm all in now. Uh, I, I enjoy watching them from the the men's to to now.
3: I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the United States men's didn't do very well, but the the World Cup is exciting. It's exciting to watch. Um, it's a good group of fans. The fan base is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, it's 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 hard. Do we call it football or do we call it soccer now? It's over
2: here. I think in America we call it soccer because we have, you know, American football, but everybody else in the world calls it football. Football. So So it's football to everybody else, but to us it's soccer. You know, one thing I wanted to mention is that it's interesting to me that second time the women's uh, team won the World Cup, and I think it's interesting how in America we put uh, females at the forefront of all things. And I think it's fitting that they were able to do this uh, two times, you know, and I think that's a – a sign of America and uh, how progressive we are compared to the rest of the world, and how we uh, view women, women's rights. I mean, think it's interesting because look at look at how well they're performing.
1: Oh yeah, no, and, I they're mean, dominating.
2: They, they dominated this one. They, they outscored
4: all their opponents in this little
3: World Cup run. It's at world least Cup growing. Run. It's at least growing. I mean, there, there's there's leaps and bounds where you go on that, but we're on a sports channel, so that's a tough one to get into. Yeah, but, but, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah. no, I mean, during this little World Cup run, they outscored their opponents twenty six to three. That's
1: domination. that's domination. They beat
4: Thailand
1: thirteen to zero. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was a great run. Uh, they're doing really well. It's building for the sport. You know, Austin is very fortunate to have this soccer coming at this time. So it's something that will grow really well. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to watch it. I mean, I, you know, I have a team. And I, one of the reasons I think that, you know, I'm not as big of a fan as I'd like to be, you know, after watching it, is there's just not really a big team in Texas. Well, I, I know
3: that you have season tickets to Longhorn Baseball, Longhorn Football. Are you looking to get
1: season tickets to, uh, Austin? Uh, well, uh, if you know anything about me, you know I've got a few little rugrats running around that kind of keep me pretty busy. So um, it, it's hard enough as it is now just to give my time to the to the UT sports program. Uh, and uh, you listeners out there, you will learn one thing about me throughout here. I am unfortunately a diehard Longhorn fan. And so I do see the world through a little burn orange sunglasses every once in a while. And that's why I have uh, Colton over there to kind of keep me straight when I get a little too far because um, every year is a 12-0 season.
2: It's oh, hook'em horns. <laughs> always hook'em horns. You know
1: now, now, uh, yeah. now. Sam over here, just uh, for all records, Sam is a, he's a Bayou Bengal. He's uh, from uh, Louisiana, and he is a big LSU fan. So I am looking forward to our discussion here in about a month <laughs> or so when we get a little bit closer to football. LSU
2: season. is coming to town. I guess I, country I come can't to can't town. Wait, the Bayou man. coming to
1: so, Austin, Texas.
3: Yeah. So I was born and raised in Austin, but both my parents went to A and M. So I grew up going to mm. the bonfires but grew up in Austin, so I like both teams. Mm-hmm. And that's know. very rare. It's rare. I get very a lot rare. of, you know— yeah. You know, well, you know, I, <laughs> I, I think at the bottom of it is is I support Texas teams, be it on a professional level, mm-hmm. on a college level, uh, and it's tough when two of my teams play each other. So that's where I stand in that.
4: And, you know, Wyatt, I'll, I'll do you one up. Okay. I went to A&M, got my degree there, but I grew up a diehard Longhorn oh, fan, and I— I can't stand watching oh Aggie sports. Oh, I love them for my education. You're getting some hate mail. But yeah, there's <laughs> some hate mail coming. <laughs> on both sides. you <laughs> get it from both sides.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about this, though? I mean, Texas teams dominate. UT. Texas Christian University (TCU) and you know Texas A&M. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. There's yeah. very few examples of that across the United States where two, three teams can dominate on a national level. And, and I'll tell you what. Well, don't Texas, forget about Baylor either. Yeah. I mean, they've been. Oh there. yeah, I forgot about those guys.
1: Yeah. Well, Texas Tech has become kind of the forefront of the basketball Big and 12 sports for here <laughs> oh, no. lately. And
2: Tech too. That's yeah. five. Yeah, wow, I mean, it's it's. it's there's nobody else like Texas. Yeah. yeah, uh,
1: You know, and uh, I say that, and I 100% agree with you because I'm from here. But, uh, you know.
2: But there, um, there's something. some other great sport teams out yes, there. Yes, We yes.
1: don't <laughs> want to offend everybody out there. <laughs> yes, we do have it. Remember, there's 100 people moving <laughs> but, to Austin every day, so and we won't be able to talk. Just so uh, you know where, where,
3: where our, our lines are crossed and, and so you know where we're coming from when we're talking about it.
1: And uh, with that, we will be back in a few minutes to continue discussing. We'll move on into more of the little housing and money next segment.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Welcome back, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Manella. We have Wyatt Giles with Austin Concierge. Sam Nakro Texas Best Credit Repair, and then Colton, who is the resident sports expert for us, and we are going to be talking about money and sports—the the two things that I think most everyone loves to put together. Uh, you know, as far as that, we were talking about the all of the great things coming to Austin just a few minutes ago, and now uh, we've got something that's just coming out into Houston or to Hutto, and it is this new sports complex from The Perfect Game. So this is this thing's going to be huge, man. I mean, it's 800 million dollars uh of a sports complex. It's going to have an indoor arena, 24 turf baseball fields, and it looks like it's going to be bringing in about 150,000 hotel rooms that are going to be needed for this complex. And
4: it's saying it's saying that you'll be able to seat 13,000 people there as well.
1: Hutto, Texas. I love it. Yeah. I mean, this is the biggest thing to ever happen to Hutto and Hutto um as we you know, here in the local Austin area, I like to say it's way out there in Hutto, but really, Hutto's not that far anymore. I mean, with that toll road, it, it's 15 minutes yeah. from Austin.
2: It says it's going to be uh, somewhere by U.S. 79, County Road 132, east of Fritz Park, and it's going to bring in $200 million, $200 million annually. It's significant. Yeah.
1: Uh, baseball. Wow. You know, we've Good been job, talking Hutto. about soccer, but baseball's been a big deal in Texas for a long time. Sure. You know, and so to have this, uh, have this, this deal here, this is going to do a lot of, th- this is going to do a lot of things for Austin. Well, you mix
3: the the uh, mm-hmm. soccer
1: team, you mix uh,
3: this new field, and then bringing in Apple and, and what have you. Uh, that's great for the
1: housing market. Is it good for the housing market? Mm-hmm. Is well, it bad for the housing market? You know, that just really depends on who you are, right? Sure. Um, you know, if you're trying to buy a home, and with all of this going on, you're going to be fighting with a lot of people to buy a house right now. I mean, we already are kind of fighting over homes right now because uh, people just aren't wanting to sell. Uh, so they're they they've realized selling their house that they own now all the money that they make on selling their house they're going to have to dump it into something else to, it's a to get basically it's the what market. they have sure. now sure. you know uh I mean we've been appreciating in Austin minimum of 5% for the last 6 years I mean some years have been 11 12 13% appreciation so you got to think somebody bought a house back in 2013 for 100 grand that thing's worth 250 right now um and uh and so they're but the thing is is they sell that house, they gotta go spend two seventy five on a new home. You know, it's, sure to get what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, people aren't one to sell. And so right now the builders are they can't build them fast
3: enough. Yeah, new home sales are are way up yeah. and
1: they can't keep them out. You know. Yes. I mean, it, you know, but that's a good problem to have. Sure. I mean, you because know, if people have been in Austin for a long time, if you're here in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, it was just the opposite. Um, there was nobody buying. There was mm-hmm. nobody selling. It was tough. It yeah, was tough. it was
3: tough. It was a tough time. So, so then let me ask you a question then. So let's just say I'll put myself in the seat. If I wanted to buy a home right now, what do I need to do to prepare in this market to buy a home and put me in the best position to do so.
1: You know, the first thing, and that's kind of one of the reasons why uh, we we wanted Sam to be here, is you know, the first thing uh, that's important is is knowing what you can qualify for. And by doing that, one of the first things we do now is we have to pull their credit report. Uh, so we we look at their credit score. And, you know, and you know it's it's important. Um, the higher your credit score, the better you get. I mean, we're we're we've locked rates in the twos. But those people have 2%. 2%. Well, in the twos. Uh, okay. Z- there's is that a big z- 2.999999. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, but it's still in the twos. But those sure. people have credit scores close to 800. They have a lot of equity and things like that. Hey, a, and newsflash,
2: you know, if you're getting your credit scores from Credit Karma, some of these <laughs> credit monitoring companies, uh, wah, wah, yeah. that's a Vantage score. Yeah. It's not a FICO score. Fair yeah. Isaac Corporation is the acronym for FICO. And Vantage. Is what the scores are being shown to you from companies like Credit Karma, LifeLock, PrivacyGuard. These credit monitoring companies give you a score that is called for educational purposes. Mm-hmm. But in our business of the credit repair business here at Texas Best Credit Repair, we call those fake O scores, not FICO. <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, you know people have to know where their credit scores are. A minimum, in my opinion, of six to nine months before the purchase happens, and everything needs to be in place within sixty days to ninety days of closing. Why mm-hmm. would sixty days be a number? Usually, because credit reports are applicable or, or valid sixty days up to closing. That's really cutting it by the wire. But ninety days, that that thirty day window right there, could could lend itself to some paydowns on cards, maybe some settlements on collections, mm-hmm. things like that. So Texas Best Credit Pair, you know, we help prepare everybody to do this with our Home Path Advantage program that we have. So we're really big with with Troy. I've been working with Troy for a long time. Troy is a big reason why we're a success. One of our first partners, actually,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, from the beginning. I mean, we've been together almost ten years. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah.
3: So Sam, real quick, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. So I'm going to start with. I'm actually a client of Sam's right now.
1: Oh wow. Well. So,
3: um, uh, but it's it's kind of daunting. It's a daunting process to start with your, your credit. There's so much stuff that goes on, um, and it's kind of a, a a hard process to start, especially by yourself absolutely um can you explain to people how easy it is or what y'all do for them to make it easy
2: well we keep it simple you know there's a lot of credit card companies out there that want to bamboozle you maybe keep you in the dark even and make put this shroud of mystery over what they're doing at the end of the day there's two things that move a credit score uh one of the things that we do is we can send out these letters to credit bureaus that's transunion equifax and experian and the collection companies we can challenge those items Use the Fair Credit Reporting Act, Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, even some of the medical HIPAA laws to get those items looked at a second time. If they can't be validated within 30 to 45 days, they have to be deleted. Once they're deleted, they're taken out of the scoring formula. Now that negative item... Won't count against you and your scores are going to skyrocket. Now, some people think paying off collections solves that, but no, a credit report's a lot like a police report. It's still on there. It just shows a zero balance. It shows all the bad stuff that happened. It just shows that you paid the collection. We go to work and get those things removed legally, you know, within about 30 to 45 days per round. The second thing we do is the most important. It's what differentiates us. We call this credit coaching. It's basically having a credit expert like myself through an online portal at the Uh, immediate access to our consumers to give them all the right answers to make the perfect choices on how to move their score. This means, do I pay it down? Should I pay it down? Should I settle it? Oh, they're sending me scary letters. What do I do? It's a credit expert right in your pocket to give you all the right answers. We call it credit coaching. We deliver that through two ways, through the online portal. You can secure message me and the staff we have. And also you can click a button to schedule a phone call. So it's credit coaching and dispute letters, really. and
3: and all in all it's really not expensive
2: so um
3: and y'all have different uh um, areas that you can get into whether how much involvement you want and different levels but we won't go into that right now Uh, i will say that it's been helping me out um there's there's like a logarithm that credit unions (laughs) and uh, our our credit bureaus go by and y'all kind of had that uh that mix kind of solved is that correct or yeah i mean
2: there's there's a ton of different uh credit scores out there the most important thing we tell people is you want to Dial into the credit score that, wants, that has to do with the product you're trying to purchase. So think of credit scores as a product score. So you have auto credit scores, you have mortgage credit scores, you have bank card, which are credit card scores. Believe it or not, there are insurance scores. You know, I'm surprised there's not dating scores, but there probably is, right? <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, there are credit scores that are made by a company called FICO. So if it's not from FICO, it really doesn't matter. We don't really consider the scores given by a Credit Karma. And all these other companies is a valid score because it can't buy you a pack of bubble gum. If it can't buy you a pack of bubble gum, well then I might as well just score you off the cuff. You know, I can just say, oh yeah, you're you're whatever. You know, you so. know.
1: And one of the things uh, Wyatt said, it doesn't cost a lot to do it. You know, in my opinion, it costs you a lot not to do it.
2: Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we got plans starting at thirty nine dollars to start. It's not about cost. It's about the client's budget mm-hmm. and the belief.
1: Yeah, because you got to think. I mean, like you said, your insurance. You know, you get a higher premium with some insurance company if you have a low credit score. I know that. I mean, or you'll yeah, get a letter yeah, in the mail. Yeah, so yeah, they'll raise your premium mm-hmm. if your credit score is low. So if you if you don't protect your credit score, you you pay higher interest rates for credit cards. You pay a higher interest rate for the home. You pay a higher interest rate for the card. You pay a higher interest rate for you know for um, uh, auto insurance. But you got to think, then you can't move into that apartment that you want because they don't take your credit score. So you have to go. Sure. To, you have to go to a, a, an apartment where you know things it's not as nice well, and it's just things like that so it's really important just no matter what even if you're not buying a home yeah. to understand it and to get it to where it needs to be you know the average credit score when you know back in 2009 was like 660 like now it's like a seven eleven. i mean so people are taking care of the credit score and if you're not you're getting penalized so
3: for what's it. the difference between the two of those credit scores as far as money saved then you said six sixty and a 7... What's the cutoff? Seven twenty is the next rate going yeah, up for? Yeah, you know, what?
1: and it's actually moved up. I mean, seven twenty used to be the most amazing score back right. in the day, but now it's seven sixty.
3: Um, so you said earlier, uh, it's 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 cheap. It's it's not. It's it's cheaper than what the money you can lose by not increasing your um, credit score. So mm-hmm. what's the difference between a, uh, a six fifty and a seven twenty as far as? Uh,
1: if you're doing a two hundred thousand dollar conventional loan, mm-hmm. it's gonna cost you probably seventy five bucks a month in interest only.
2: Hey, I'll go a step further. Six fifty and a seven twenty is the difference between you being able to get a teaser rate or any rate you see on a billboard and not mm-hmm. getting approved. Okay. Yeah. Seven twenty will get you done all day long, typically. Mm-hmm. However, a six fifty will get you approved, but you're just not gonna be getting the zero percent interest. You know, you're not gonna be yeah. getting two point eight percent. It's seven twenty. Or the game's over.
1: So are you getting uh, 2.8% at 720? Uh, well, it's not 2.8, but it's pretty close to that. And, you know, the credit score actually needs to be over 760 right now. But you are getting rates. Okay. Yeah, rates in the twos over 760 with good equity. Yeah, I mean, it's a great time. It's really a great time. And that's one of the things we haven't even really talked about is that <clears throat> the economy is going so well right now that the interest rates should be climbing. They should be through the roof right now and everything because everything is going so well. But it's not. There's so many There's so many geopolitical things going on yeah. in the entire world. Election. Yeah, that is holding down the interest rates right now. And so honestly, it appears that the next three to six months, we may have better interest rates than we've had in a long time. And we've had some really good rates. I'll
2: go a step further. I think FICO has become more sophisticated in their algorithm development so that banks can hedge hedge their bets on um, on, on lending money. Because, you know, the credit scoring system is designed against us all here at the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every consumer yep. is designed against you. What I mean by that is it's designed for the lending institution to hedge their bets to see if they're going to lose money or, or win on you. You know, back in the old days, credit used to be called character. Yeah. So it's really yeah. a determiner of your cre- yep. character from yep. the lending perspective. Yep. So.
1: And when I started, it was called POP, probability of payment.
3: <laughs> so then... Okay, then uh, if if I want to buy a home, then people out there listening right now, uh, we've we've discussed the market is hot, um, uh, and you need to to probably get started on either your credit repair to get into it, or at least talk to someone about your credit. Um, but they can most certainly get their credit uh, from you. So, what is, what's the next step they need to do to get into a home right now in this market?
1: I mean, you, you know, if you're looking for a home, the first thing you really need to do right now is to, is be pre approved. Um, because the there's no reason in a seller's market for them to even let you in their house if you don't have approval to purchase it. So you should always start with a, with, with a mortgage person. Uh, apply online. You can apply. You can go to the LNMLending.com and uh, apply online uh, for a loan. It, as far as that, we will take a look at your credit. If it is something that we can take care of right now, you know, like he said, hey, just go pay this credit card down. Let me rescore you, and we'll get you a score up that'll help you save you 50 bucks a month or something like that. We'll do that. If not, then that's when we would uh, try to refer you to professionals such as Sam. And he could spend anywhere from, you know, three to six to nine months. You know, most of them are about
2: what four and a half, five months? I'd say about two to four months is the
1: quickest, you know. And then we'll go, and then he will take a look at that. And then we'll come back and purchase a house during the winter instead of the summer. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the best way to go, in my opinion. But you need to start with you got to start with your credit.
3: Well, I tell you what, that, that's some good information. So, basically, bottom line is get a hold of you first. So the next segment, what are we
2: going to be talking about?
1: Yeah, next segment, definitely we should talk about being first time home buyers in this area. And then uh, we will see you guys in just a few minutes.
2: Maybe we'll share some secrets on how to get a zero down or down payment assistance with credit. Right? Absolutely.
1: Welcome back, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Manella. And today we have Wyatt Giles with Concierge Title. We have Sam Naquin with Texas Best Credit Repair. And Colton over there, who is our resident expert for the sports-related part of this. And we have been talking about money and sports. We were talking earlier about the the new community uh, complex that's coming to Hutto. As far as for that, we're talking about soccer. And then we've kind of moved into the the effect of what it's done to the Austin community, how it's really good, but it's also really driven up our house prices lately. And, um, you know, so we were kind of sitting there thinking, and, you know, where are the places that, you know, the average person can move to right now, you know, um, good areas. Where are good areas that people can live that are affordable. Because Austin, the average median sales price in the city of Austin is almost four hundred thousand dollars right now. Well, they have they have five hundred square foot apartments going for fourteen hundred dollars a month now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, where, where are the artists and
3: and and all the musicians going to live? Where, yeah. where where are these places? And so there there are some places out there, and they're not too far from Austin. Uh, is uh, you know, we're, we're looking at 30 minutes outside is, is where a lot of
1: these communities are mm-hmm. are building and growing. Um, uh, these toll roads have helped out in that process. Absolutely. Have you seen what has happened to Mainer in the last few years since they finished that toll road? Now, all of a wow. sudden, that to get down to downtown Austin is just about a 10-minute drive, and, you know, especially even with traffic. It's really easy. So, Mainer has exploded, and, and it's guys, still very
2: affordable. You guys, you know, you wide being in the title business, you, Troy, being in the lending business, all these decades, you guys know where the new places are that are affordable, that are about to blow up. Yeah. Not yeah. to say that I, I, I was in building for
3: 11 years as well. So um, just – just, in, and I deal with a lot of builders in what I do. And yeah. so um, I'm kind of on the ground where a lot of the stuff is kind of getting built. So, I mean, uh, you can go out as far as, as Liberty Hill, and, and Sam, you were talking about that earlier, um, and Bertram, and mm-hmm.
1: and Kyle, mm-hmm. and Taylor, Taylor. Taylor. Taylor's, Taylor's actually – you know, Hutto just a couple of years ago was the affordable place people move. Well, that's all gone now. And so now people can't really – you know, affordably live in Hutto. So they're moving, people are moving out of Taylor. And Taylor's actually embraced that. If y'all have noticed, they have redesigned that downtown to be a little more millennial-centric. That's a, that's a big word. I, I like mean, they've use. got
4: bars, they've got, I yeah, mean, well, got it's, now, infrastructure. Yeah. it's all about
3: infrastructure. Yeah, it's about and they've comfort, got, mm-hmm. right? And so these places now have infrastructure put in. Uh, you're You're within 10 minutes of a grocery store now and all these places that we've discussed, especially because of the, uh, the toll roads. Um, you have shopping within distance. I mean, the further you go out, there's people moving out to Lockhart, Texas, for instance, now. Um, there are grocery stores that are not humongous, but you're still... 35 minutes from Austin. Mm -hmm. so Yeah, I know
2: when my wife and I were looking for a new home, if HEB ain't in the area, mom ain't going to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've always been told, if if the ice cream melts before you get home, you're too far. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. absolutely. And if you don't know where to look, the TX-130 is just a big old strip of land that's just waiting to get developed. I mean, right south of Pecan, over there in Pflugerville, there's like four or five builders over there, affordable homes, $200,000, you know. Well, you know, the, the the city has
3: to catch up too, right? I mean, because the, the influx is coming in, but they also have to zone these these areas. So that that's also part of the problem. Um, but then you also have uh, builders who are, are trying to get approved, zoned. Um, and so that's also part of the problem. So, um, but uh, the good thing is, is there's a lot of builders coming into town um, and they, they realize that there's an affordable housing market that's there that's needed. And so your Kyle area... And your Buda area, you are. You're, you're back down to the, the 275s and 250s, which is great.
2: And our office is in Pflugerville, and we always visit the U.S. Postal Service because we send a lot of mail for these credit repair letters. And the U.S. Postal Service office tells us that Pflugerville is the fastest growing city in the whole United States now. I guess that's true if they're telling it to me, right? The U.S. Post Office. Postal Office, that. not gonna lie, will they? Do they? <laughs> I don't know. That's I what they're telling us. So there is still affordable homes in Florida. The government bills. never yeah. lies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this is not a political Okay, show. I know,
2: I know. It's a joke. It's <laughs> a joke. It was a Troy, joke.
1: Troy,
4: yeah. Troy. you said earlier that there's homes that the average person can mm-hmm. afford. What do you what do you consider
1: the average person yeah, salary wise? You, you know, like the that? average you know, in the state of Texas, it says that the average is fifty three thousand. Uh, for a family. So, um, if you're making, but Austin's much higher than that. The Austin is is almost ninety thousand for a family. So here in the, here in here in the Austin area, you're looking somewhere around seventy thousand dollars a year. Uh, kind of puts you in that average housing market. Uh, the problem is there's a lot of people making that kind of money in that in that range, and so there's a lot of people fighting for that average house right now. So that's that's the problem. You know. <clears throat> we have a lot of people moving in to austin from out of the area and and they kind of bring some of their buying techniques with them hey let's go in and we'll offer them $20,000 less you sure. know and and i kind of feel sorry for realtors when this happens to them because you know they want to do what their client wants to do for them but they have to get a hold of them because they just submitted a $20,000 bid there's five other people who are submitting 4 dollars 10,000 more than what they're asking right sure. now you know and that's the problem is that there's just not enough affordable, and when I say average fa- housing, you know, that- You're on the resale side now, yeah, not, the, not yeah, the new bill, but yeah, the, the, the resale. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the 225, 275, that's kind of that sweet market in here right now. It used to be 180s, not too long ago. Now it's, oh, you know, 220s is kind of, so if you see a house on the market under 250 and it's in the area you like, oh, you, you, need to go, you need to go look at it. You need to be fast on it too. Well, I see
3: now recently uh to uh, <laughs> win their, their bid for the home- they're actually, uh, the realtors are having them take pictures with their priest, their rabbi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, to try to, to get one up on, on the other person to, to give them a little bit uh, uh, more of an edge. It's not just about credit anymore. That's how the competition's going right yeah. now.
1: You know, and uh, Colton and his uh, girlfriend just went through the home buying process themselves. So he he knows kind of how daunting it is and what they were looking for. And what were y'all looking, eight months? Oh, Wait. we were looking for a while. I yeah. mean, it's, it's an intimidating process. I mean,
4: we were glad we had you yeah. along the way to kind of guide us and stuff like that, but... Yeah, that is a that is a process that yeah. can be very. You know, and,
1: and, and we were talking about this in the last thing we were rolling into this one. You know, money downs is 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 something that people need help with right now. And the good thing about that is the state of Texas has a lot of programs available for people for so they can literally get into the house with basically their earnest and an appraisal cost, and that's about it. So I have a six fifty score. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm not saying that's my real score. Sam, so yeah, you can be quiet
3: over yeah. there. <laughs> um no, it is my score actually um, and I'm improving it I didn't have a problem with uh bad credit. I had a problem with no credit mm-hmm. we're, we're fixing absolutely. it absolutely I had some blemishes from when I was younger some credit cards that i didn't really uh, realize they were getting uh, that were still on my credit report, which Sam and them are taking off right now, which is going to help out tremendously um but but you're saying three to four months that we're going to have this low interest rate. Mm-hmm. What programs do you have for people like me who want to go ahead and buy a
1: home? Oh, definitely. Like I said, you know, especially if they're looking and they don't have the funds available. We there's you know TDHCA TSHAC. There's set. These are all an acronyms for um, down payment assistance programs. You know, Southeast Texas Housing, Texas State Housing. You know, they're all different grants that the state has set up for people. And what they do is they
2: will pay the down payment. And this is FHA only. FHA only? They, yeah.
1: No, they do have some con- conventional now. I mean,
2: Troy, you're kind of rattling those things off like they just come to mind, but not everybody, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, not not every experienced mortgage person really, you know, knows what you're doing there. It's like unless you get a loan from Troy, you <laughs> might not get that type of service.
1: You know, I, I've been doing this a long time. Uh, I've actually been in the lending industry since '99, so I've been. I've been loaning people money for 20 years. Experience matters. I mean, you, know, you might, you might stick with this. Yeah. You might yeah, say yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> well, at this point I have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, you got, <laughs> got three to. little ones got, at home. You have yeah, to. Yeah. I got two in diapers and one that just got oh, out boy. of it. So, oh, uh, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I got one that just graduated college and I got one in high school. So I, I so you you're know, crazy. I, I'm a, I'm a lifetime dad. Oh, that's um, awesome. You
3: know. But you are a good dad. Yeah, so, yeah. so back to the program. So if, 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 um, I'm a, fir- a first-time
1: home buyer. Mm-hmm. There is some assistance. Mm-hmm. You said there's two different programs. There's many programs. Uh, they all have their own uniqueness about them. So that's where the experience from, a loan, from your loan officer counts. Is that you know uh, a T-shack and a TDHCA both are very similar programs, but one of them will allow us to use income that you qualify with. So uh, we can use just your base. So that, because they all have income limits, these are not for everybody. These are for people that they consider you know average or below average, which is about eighty-three thousand dollars or less. Um. So, but we can use just the qualifying income for T-Shack. Now, now, now TDHCA. And,
3: and let me interrupt you real quick. You say $83,000. I apologize because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious. Um, uh, is that combined income or
1: is that just? So with T-Shack, it's qualifying. So that could be just one person on the loan. Um, but it could be two. It could be two people on the loan, okay. but, you know, combined. But with TDHCA, it's not qualifying income. It's household income. So we have to count everything. So if you have an 18-year-old kid living with you and he makes six grand a year, we have to add that on there. So it's harder to qualify for the TDHCA with, you know, multiple people in the house that make money and stuff like that. So, again, these are the nuances of the programs that uh, when you come, we'll sit down and kind of figure out which ones work for you. Uh, but, you know, there are some disadvantages. You know, they give you this free money, but it's not free. You know, the interest rate they charge you is considerably higher than the market rate so you know you're you're paying for this free money so there are you know so putting your own down payment in my opinion um, you know we'll get into money as we move along throughout the course of the shows over the years and years and years but um, putting your own money down is better for you in the long run, in my opinion, if you're going to stay in that house for a while. But buying a home, getting in a house and starting to build appreciation and starting to grow roots and and build your family and set your legacy, you know, getting in a house is more important today than waiting for that down payment.
3: And that's something you can always go and and refinance or or get with Sam and and even prove your your credit score Mm -hmm. even more. So in two years, you could refinance. Is that something that's... Absolutely. Y'all coach
1: on? Absolutely. Yep so as far as for that now you know we were talking also about the um the structure that they're building the perfect
3: are you talking about over in hutto yes so we're we talking about the sports complex again I, you know what the sports <laughs> complex over in hutto cracks me up cuz I, I was born and raised in austin and I, I say cracked up and i don't mean that in a negative uh, way it's just it's it's it, it is it's, it's it's neat it's overwhelming to see austin growing like it is cuz hutto was was something that we drove through when i was younger yeah, uh, population. Exactly. round rock population 30,000 or even less when I was younger. So
1: seeing these things grow is is neat, but overwhelming at the same time, well, being yeah. an awesome night. Think about it, 685, if you've ever been out there and you know that road from uh, Pflugerville into Hutto, 685, that yeah. used to be called Old Hutto Road. And it yeah. was literally tar and it was a one laner and, and you tried not to fall Yikes. off drive off the road when I was a kid because we used to go out and play you know Taylor and baseball and right. things like that and that, you now now all of a sudden I mean you got Stonehill shopping there's a Costco out there you know so right. that air, whole area has grown uh, and, 200 million
2: you said Sam is that right 200 million annually is what it's going to provide for the local economy I'm, you know, I'm, I'm actually way, way I, to go head I up. actually read where 1300 MLB players came from this perfect game situation. Oh I had yeah. a cousin play for Perfect Game who's now in yeah. the uh San Diego Padres yeah. system. Thirteen hundred yeah. of them they
1: produce. So it's and huge. he did commit to the University of Texas, but he, he just got, never went there. Straight out of he high got drafted straight out of high school. Mm. So
4: yes. Oh and so I had a question for y'all. You remember whenever Old Settlers was built in Round Rock and the effect it had on Round Rock? Do you think that'll have the same effect as it did, as it will in Hutto.
1: I, I believe it's going to have an even bigger effect yeah. because it's it's more grandiose. I guess is the best way to describe it. I mean, they're building you know an indoor arena. They're going to have hotels. I mean, this is and this is going to push. And like I said, this is you know now's the time you move. You go ahead and move out to Taylor because here in five ten years, Taylor's going to be that feeder into this area. So that being said, okay, I, I'm out in Hutto. We have all these big complex come in. How do we get a hold of you? Oh, that's loansfromtroy.com is the easiest way. Way. It's got all my contact information. It's pretty simple to remember. Loans from Troy. Loans from Troy. Mm-hmm.
3: And so um, I, I'm gonna come down. What, what does that look like? I, I call you first, come and visit you. Is it something to do
1: online? Man, that really depends on you. Uh, yeah. We, I have, like I said, I've been doing this a long time. So you got to think. When I first started, we were taking applications on a piece of paper. Uh, with carbon copy press hard, with facsimile, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, facsimiles, and uh, you know, so I, I, that's what I grew up in. So that's how I know. So I'm very comfortable. I can sit down with you and a piece of paper, and I can get all the information from you uh, as quickly as possible. But we've set it up to where everybody can do it. We have a phone app, so you can download this app on your phone. You can take pictures with your phone, upload your documents. We have the online, the typical kind of online go and apply online. Or if you want to talk to somebody, you just uh, let us know, reach out, and you know, myself, either Sarah, Veronica, will reach out. I'll call you and we'll take all the information from you over the phone. So you know loans from Troy is definitely the way to start with that though.
2: So it's like no tech, low tech or high tech yeah. loans from Troy.com's got you covered.
1: Actually that's the way it is. All right guys so we'll see you back in just a few minutes.
4: After the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold
1: reward. Welcome back, Austin, Texas. You are with the home team with Troy Manella. We're here today with Sam Naquin of Texas Best Credit Repair. and Hello. Wyatt Giles with Concierge Title. So, hey, Sam, uh, as far as for with you, how do people get a hold of you if they've if they've liked what they've heard today and they want to do something about well, the credit? it's super
2: simple. You know, we have a little bit of a preview here. Uh, number one, TexasBestCreditRepair.com or just type in Google Best Credit Repair. We're going to pop up there, take your pick, see what we're all about, look at our reviews. 512-308-6000. Option two gets you with a credit analyst and we'll look at your file for free. No cost, no obligation, free consultation with a credit report, the whole nine yards. But we're going to do a little preview here. Everybody asks, Sam, can you fix my credit? Everybody wants me to talk to him. I'm one person. So we have a solution coming up, you know, and uh, we're going to be releasing that here in the next 30 days. We're going oh, to be man. releasing this solution. A little bit of video, a little bit of interactive. Uh, my... my um, Uh, my my team is putting together a system where I'm going to be able to talk to people more readily available just using technology, stuff like that. So 512-308-6000, option two, com.
1: All right, absolutely. And my name is Troy Manella with Loans from Troy. So if you've liked anything you've heard about as far as for mortgages or you want to discuss the economy or even my favorite topic, which we're about to get on, is UT sports, you can just reach out loansfromtroy.com. It's got all my contact information right there. All right, so Colton, tell us a little bit of what, about what had just happened to the Longhorns this week.
4: Well, this week, Avery Bradley has been cleared of waivers, and he's going to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers on a two-year, $9.7 million deal, and that's a big deal for Avery Bradley. You know, he's getting into his career a little bit, he's signing a big deal, and he gets to play with my favorite guy, LeBron
1: James.
4: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, no, not at all. Hey, you know, that's good. I, yeah, I'm one of those guys that likes to see people that come and... Dedicate their four years to the University of Texas. I like to see them succeed, no matter what. And so, it's always good when something like this happens because there was a there was a doubt he was going to even actually make it into the league at one point. So, oh, and he he's
4: one of the more reliable defenders, and he's an excellent three point shooter. I mean, he's he's a reliable guy on
1: your team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so one of the things that's going on right now is that. Um, everybody's freaking about the Longhorn recruiting. I mean, that's all I'm hearing from people is that we're not getting this guy. We're not getting this guy. I, I was just talking about Now to
3: somebody, we're talking about basketball, baseball, or football right now? Football, football okay. We're right. talking about football. All right, just making is, sure.
1: We're, we are in the state of just Texas, sure. and, and we are definitely right. talking about football. You know, right. We were talking about soccer earlier, and we were talking about the amazing stadium that's coming in. It holds 20,500. How many high school— Football fields hold 20,500 in the state of Texas. 30, 40, <laughs> you know, so a there's a lot, amount, you, know? So, you? So, right. so, you know, football is king in Texas as much as we love all the other things. But right now, um, you know, I was actually talking to somebody, it's like everybody's trending away from Texas. And so there, are, I've heard a lot of different things as to what the reasoning was. And, and what do you think? Have you heard anything about it? About recruiting with Texas right now? Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I haven't really. Um, I, I've seen though that they're giving uh, them uh, a start this year at eleven uh, in the polls. Yep. I guess. Yep,
1: absolutely. Which is absolutely. crazy. I,
3: I like that, but I don't like it because when they give them that high poll, I, I don't know they for some reason don't
1: do as well. well. This, this team, yeah, this team has good. never had never had to deal with success. Right. They've been the mm-hmm. underdog in every every game. They play really well when they're the underdog, you know. And I think Sam, their leader relishes being considered an underdog. I really think he does. And I know the coach does because he's he's like 10 and 1 when he's an underdog against the I want to say Tom
4: Herman has well under five losses whenever it comes to being the underdog team.
1: Yeah. I mean he you know so how are they going to handle success? And that's one of the things. Right now they're very successful. They came off of a 10-win season. They won the Sugar Bowl. But yet all of a sudden they can't seem to lock up these big guys. I mean Zach Evans, the one of the top recruits in the country was six months ago, eight months ago, it was a lock. He was going to the University of Texas. They just hadn't printed his degree yet. I mean, and now all of a sudden his top five comes out and he didn't even have a state in uh, a school in the state of Texas on his top five. You know, so something's happening. Uh, now, whether it's a wait-and-see sort of thing from these big recruits or there's some recruiting going on against them that has become very effective. I, I don't know what it is.
3: Well, they're winning, for one. Hmm. Winning, winning always yeah, helps. Winning helps. Winning helps. Um, SEC Aggies going over there did not help. Um, and I think that hurt them for mm-hmm. a couple of years, um, to be quite honest. Longhorn Network debacle yeah.
4: um, did not help. So, You know, I, I personally believe it's consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're coming off of, Losing seasons, and then Tom Herman gets here and goes seven and six. It's a better year than what they were. You know, they had a bowl win, and then they go 10 and four. It, it's double digit wins, but it's one year. You know, I, I think it is, like you said, a kind of a prove it type of thing. You know, it's like, well, anybody can do it one time. Let's see if they can continue. So if they start this year five and oh, that means they've got wins against LSU and Oklahoma under their belt. I, I think some commits will start rolling in. And there's really some do. solid wins right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, both, both of those teams will be top ten matchups. Oh, by far. No doubt.
2: And likely three and two. Likely three and three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 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 that's right. I forgot about Joe. bangle over there. Oh, <laughs> you know, you
1: Wyatt know, you know, had mentioned something about, you know— a going to the SEC. I think that hurt Texas not so much from A M, but more of it opened the door. Sure. I mean, now all of a sudden, you know, Ole Miss can get in here. You know, Florida gets in here. Yeah, you, you know, they've been kind of reaching in for a long time, but now they're playing games in Texas, you know, every few years. So they're getting that audience in Texas and they're growing. So I think it opened up the door to the state of Texas wider for the SEC instead of just the Alabamas or just the Floridas getting, it opened up to the whole SEC. And the thing,
4: that really helps AM and the SEC is that, you know, they can they can have an eight and four season and they can say, well, we lost to Alabama, LSU, you know, these big teams that everybody knows about. And they can also claim that they're the best in Texas because they don't have to play anybody in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, they can claim that they're in the SEC and that, you know, we don't play anybody in Texas, but we're the best in Texas mm-hmm. because we're in the SEC.
3: Well I'm a, I'm gonna poke the bear for a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's so, why you're here. So um Mac Brown, how did he leave the
4: team, and have
3: we been building back from it? Did he leave it that bad? You know, is it is, is, it, is it is there some growth from that? Did he leave us
1: with that much um, dismay, or well, or, you, you know, hmm. it, first it didn't seem like it did because if you look at the recruiting numbers of the classes that came in uh, as he as Mac Brown's demise was building, as his time you know was coming to an end on the forty, the teams themselves they were they were highly recruited, they were top ten. I mean, one of them was top four and but yet, Gilbert was
4: a five-star yeah, but quarterback
1: was, but for some reason there towards the end the people that he was bringing in they just didn't develop uh, the way they should have and and whether that's whether that's coaching or just you know the makeup of the kid that comes in. I don't. I, I don't know. But I it think just society didn't work changed. Out. I well, think society was, changed
2: a little bit with well, the, with the millennials, yeah. brother. Ah, I, I well, in the case, those yeah. kids, by the way, but but they weren't mm-hmm. Vince
3: Young. They were not no. Cedric yeah. Benson. They were not uh, Ricky Williams. Mm-mm. Which these guys were playmakers. You could say running up the middle. It didn't matter if, if they had blocks or not. They were going to make a play. So he was probably the number one recruiter mm-hmm. in the United States, oh, yeah. and he was good at recruiting the top talent. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts, he started. Overpromising—that's that's my thoughts. He had too much talent and not enough field time for
2: him. I think Bill Parcells just says, you know, you have a good you have a good run, and the circus doesn't stay in town forever. No, it does. That's It's it very true. That's all I, it is. I love is. that
4: saying. Yeah. Yep. It's a great saying actually. And all those why all those players you named? I mean, those were players that could single handedly take over a game, right? And we Texas has not had a player mm-hmm. like that since then.
2: You know, mm-hmm. since and not against King the talent Song.
4: that's there currently, mm-hmm. and not against the talent that y'all talked about uh, previously,
3: but. Uh, they weren't Vince Young, mm-hmm. they weren't absolutely. Randy Williams. They I think
2: that USC UT games build as the greatest college game of all time by some folks. Oh, it was. Oh, oh, absolutely! I mean, oh, I mean, they say? You Go
1: back and look at it. I mean, there are ho- NFL Hall of Famers on that field. I mean, I mean, there is some amazing talent. They had.
4: There were two Heisman winners
1: in that game. Yeah, there were two. Yeah, all I mean right. that was an that was an amazing time. Again, there were you know. that's right, <laughs> that's right. So okay, then the best college football um, quarterback
3: last fifteen years.
1: Oh well, I'm going to go Vince Young. Vince uh, Young, <laughs> I mean that, um. Yeah.
4: And you know, you know what's crazy, is Vince Young. If you ask that question in three years, we right. can't say Vince Young because he's not—he hadn't been playing in fifteen years. That's right. That's so crazy. That's crazy. That, uh, it seems so long ago, but it—I mean, Colt McCoy was amazing. It was for him, and it's just—he wasn't on the same level. I mean, he had more wins, but I think it's because he started more games. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so you don't put Manziel out there. Oh, I mean, you, you have to. He he, single, I mean, he would single-handedly take over games. I mean, he, he was a great player.
1: I mean, I, I try not to, but, uh, you know, but uh, you know, there's a realist Man. part of me. That kid was an amazing college football quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said it, Vince Young is probably at least one or two there. Yeah. And, and Johnny
4: Manziel, I feel like, was able to do what he did because of Vince Young. Vince Young kind of sure. opened the door for those scrambling yeah. quarterbacks, you know, and guys like Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, stuff like that. I mean, Vince Young opened that door before him. There weren't a whole lot of scrambling. There's been back. some great quarterbacks there have at, been. At,
3: at, at absolutely at UT,
4: for sure. For sure. Apple White. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For I mean, Sims, I mean. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole other show. A whole other show to hour that. itself, guys. And that's yes. why I said <laughs> maybe oh, two.
3: And that's where Mac Brown, I think, came to overpromising. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I think started hurting him a little bit. He could recruiting. be the next
4: Vince Young. Yeah, you and, next, and yeah.
3: he had two great talents. He had two great talents, but not enough room for both of them on the field. And so I think that was probably part of his demise, in my own personal opinion.
4: And Texas is really starting to get to that level where they have those backups that can come in and be like, you know, you have two really great guys. There's not a lot of fall-off. And this is the first time in a while that you could say that because we used to see, you know, a linebacker go down and be like, dang, that could be the game. Yeah, that could be the season. That could be it. And I don't think we're at that anymore. I think they're taking a step in the right direction. They are.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, and one of the things, and, you know, two of their losses last year weren't because they didn't have a quality team. They just didn't have ready backups. Mm-hmm. And so this year they're they're building depth. And so this is an exciting time. It's I think they just a Longhorn fan.
2: I think I got an idea. I think you just got to figure out how to pay him as well as the SEC. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, I've been hey, saying that for oh, years. Hey hey, I've been hey. saying <laughs> hey he's from the SEC. I, know, it's okay. I, know. I don't know. You're you
1: Okay. Uh, well, come I've been on. saying that for years. You know, my you know full <laughs> uh, disclosure, my wife is an LSU grad, so we have a lot of fun when it comes to stuff like and, that. And that'll be another topic to talk yeah. about too is 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 whether
3: uh, college athletes should get some kind of reimbursement.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother,
3: that's a yeah, whole, whole, a whole nother other topic. Show. You know,
1: but hey, yeah. hey, so I just want to thank everyone out there that listened to our show. I hope you learned something. Uh, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of it. And if you have any questions, you know, as far as for, you know, mortgages, real estate, uh, or any sort of money stuff like that, you can reach me through loansfromtroy.com. You know, I'm available pretty much anytime but Thursday night. And uh, you know, as far as for that Sam, again, tell us real quick, you know, when somebody wants to step forward and get their credit done, how do they reach you?
2: 512 or 888-606-TBCR. That's Tango, Bravo, Charlie, Roger. So there you go. Absolutely, guys. And again, we appreciate
1: all your time out there, and I hope you all have a great week. Thanks for listening to us.